0: LET US BE ATTENTIVE.
1: THE RIGHTEOUS SHALL REJOICE IN THE LORD. HEAR MY PRAYER, O GOD.
0: WISDOM.
1: THE READING IS FROM ST. PAUL'S LETTER TO THE HEBREWS.
0: LET US BE ATTENTIVE.
1: IN MANY AND VARIOUS WAYS, God spoke of old to our fathers by the prophets, but in these last days he has spoken to us by a son whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. He reflects the glory of God and bears the very stamp of his nature, upholding the universe by his word of power. When he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has obtained in more excellent than their heirs. For to what angel did God ever say, Thou art my son, today have I begotten thee? Or again, I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he brings the firstborn into the world, he says, let all God's angels worship him. Of the angels, he says, who makes his angels' winds and his servants' flames of fire? But of the son, he says, thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. The righteous scepter is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated lawlessness. Therefore, God, thy God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness beyond thy comrades. And thou, Lord, didst found the earth in the beginning, and the heavens are the work of thy hands. They will perish, but thou remainest. They will all grow old like a garment, like a mantle thou wilt roll them up and they will be changed but thou art the same and thy years will never end peace
2: be with you the reader Arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all.
0: <clears throat> the reading is from the Holy Gospel according to Saint John. Let us be attentive. at that time, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael, and he said to him, We have found him, of whom Moses in the law, and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and said of him, Behold an Israelite indeed, in whom is no guile. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, When you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You shall see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened. AND THE ANGELS OF GOD ASCENDING AND DESCENDING UPON THE SON OF MAN.
2: PEACE BE WITH YOU WHO PROCLAIM THE GOSPEL In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the 1989 Indiana Jones film, The Last Crusade, the sought-after ancient relic is none other than the legendary Holy Grail. Towards the climactic end of the film, when Indy finally reaches the canyon of the crescent moon and the hidden cave wherein lies the sought-after treasure, he must pass through three trials. He passes the first by kind of bowing down, humbling himself, and kneeling down below whirling circular blades. The second is overcome when he steps on secure and sure stones that spell out the name of God, thus avoiding the booby-trapped stones. The third is and final and most difficult test occurs when he comes to a vast and open chasm. He stands on a precipice before what seems to be a bottomless abyss, and he must get to the very distant other side where the trail continues, opening the book of the clues that his father has accumulated through the years, this trial is called the path of God. And Indy reads, only in the leap from the lion's head will he prove his worth. On the wall to his right is that very lion's head. Impossible, he says to himself. Nobody can jump this. And it occurs to him It's a leap of faith. He must believe. As he closes his eyes and he takes a deep breath, he pauses, becomes, I would say, prayerful, stretches out his leg, and is ready to step out into what seems, to the naked eye, just open air and a plunge to certain death. Then he steps out over the chasm and lands firmly on a solid but unseen bridge. Invisible, but certainly there, Indiana Jones crosses to the other side. Before us today, brothers and sisters, is the 11th chapter of the book of Hebrews, a chapter often called the chapter of faith because it begins with these words. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. Faith is the conviction of things not seen. By faith, the men of old received God's approval. By faith, we know that the world was created by the word of God, so that what is seen was made out of things which are not seen. Furthermore, no less than 19 righteous individuals are named by St. Paul as examples to us of unwavering faith in God. Here is just a summary of this beautiful, inspiring, and very moving chapter. The great apostle says it like this, "'By faith, Abel offered to God "'a more acceptable sacrifice,' Than Cain. By faith, Enoch was taken up so that he should not see death. By faith, Noah listened to God and constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By faith, Abraham obeyed God when he was called to leave his home, not knowing where he was to go, because he looked forward to the everlasting city whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself conceived and she received power, even when she was past the age, since she considered God faithful who had promised. By faith, Moses, when he was grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to share ill treatment with the people of God than to enjoy the fleeting Pleasures of sin. He considered abuse suffered for Christ greater wealth than all the treasures of Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith, Moses kept the Passover and he sprinkled the blood so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as if on dry land. But the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. And what more shall I say, continues St. Paul, because there is not enough time or space to mention all the righteous people of old who through faith... And trust in God accomplished so many things, endured so much, looked for God's sure promises of whom the world was not worthy. Faith, my beloved, faith in Christ accomplishes all things. You see, God is first and foremost in himself faithful, that is, What he says he will do, he does. His promises are absolutely certain and sure. He will keep them, and all he has spoken will ultimately come to pass. The Lord is faithful in all his words, states the prophet David in Psalm 144. And again, in Psalm 110, he says, All the Lord's commandments are faithfully and faithful. They are confirmed forever and ever, made in truth and justice. Trusting in God's promise, therefore, St. Paul writes again about Abraham in Romans chapter 4. No distrust made him waver concerning the promise of God. But Abraham grew strong in his faith as he gave glory to God, fully convinced that God was able to do what he had promised now hearing of Abraham and Moses and David and the countless others about their unwavering belief and their trust in God how then are we to live there are so many things that seem so impossible So many things our eyes do not see or that microscopes and telescopes cannot examine. But shouldn't we walk by faith and not by sight? Is this not one of the most essential elements of our Christianity? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe, said Jesus to Thomas after the resurrection. Only in the leap from the lion's head will he prove his worth, read Indiana Jones, looking on what seemed more than impossible. But that, but whatever is impossible with man is possible with God, says Jesus Christ. And we are called to make leaps of faith all the time. We are to live by faith We are to conduct ourselves according to faith. But through faith comes knowledge and understanding, ultimately, says St. Augustine, not the reverse. I do not seek to understand first in order that I might then believe, but I believe in order to understand. I have faith first, The knowledge and the understanding comes next. God rewards faith with understanding and knowledge, and the more we believe, the more deeply we come to know Him and His eternal truths. By faith, we know that He created the universe out of nothing. By faith, we know that the Son of God became man. By faith, we know that He died for our sins. By faith, we know he rose from the dead. By faith, we know he is coming to judge the living and the dead. By faith, we know he will award eternal life to those of his faithful servants and eternal hell to those who hate him. By faith, we know he will provide us with everything necessary in this life. By faith, we know he will send us everything necessary for our salvation. By faith, we know he guides our lives and walks with us, especially those who strive to love him and keep his commandments. By faith, we know that all things come from God for our good. By faith, we know that the promise of sharing in his eternal glory in the age to come is ours to be had. By faith we know that God governs everything, that all things are under his providential care, and that he will right every wrong. By faith we know the Holy Trinity, one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And by faith we glorify him to the ages of ages. Amen. Is it this time?